On this episode, we continue our Fab Five series and talk about our five favorite things in Hollywood studios. Today is March 18th, 2022. This is episode 444 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I am joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. And if you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And then go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We have the Main Street 16 Challenge coming up April 22nd through 24th. If you wow. want to learn more about that, you can go to MainStreet16.com, and we want to give a huge shout out to our two premier sponsors, Vacation Grocery Delivery and Mouse Dining, and you can learn more about them and use their services if you head on over to msmfriends.com. And then finally, we have a really cool announcement coming on Tuesday's episode, so make sure you tune in to hear all about it. All right, so we're going to continue our Fab Five series with Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. But first, Rhonda, we're recording Thursday morning. Uh-huh. When this comes out, the secret is up. Where are we? We are in New Orleans. Is that, is that how, how you, you say, say it? it? I have no. I say New Orleans. I say it like I think the worst way possible. We are in Louisiana. Oh my! We are deep south. Yep. We we headed. <laughs> no, uh, I really don't know. No, thurs, Thursday morning, actually, in about uh, an hour, we're going to leave the house. We're going to head to the airport, um, and we're actually flying on a wheels up uh, private jet out to New Orleans. And so very, very exciting. If you want to be checking all this out, you can go to wonderlandcrew.com and join there for some live streams and photos and stuff that we're not planning to share on you know regular Facebook community, Twitter. Um, and we will be doing some Instagram stories at Main ST Magic as well. And this um, is all thanks to our really good friend, Lucy and Caleb. Yes. We would not be doing this yes. without them. This is very, very um, exciting. Do you think we're having fun? We are having fun. I bet we We're are. having a blast. We're having so much fun. And we're going to actually talk all about uh, the trip um, on, on a, a episode coming up next week as well and share our experience as it's our first time uh, ever going there. Mm-hmm. And so very, very excited. But let's get into today's episode okay. about our five favorite things at Hollywood Studios. Uh, if you have not heard the other two of these series, you can go back and catch Mag- Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And what we do is we each uh, pick a quick service restaurant a table service restaurant, a ride, an attraction slash show, so it'd be anything without a moving vehicle, and then we get one bonus pick that is absolutely anything we want in the park. It yes. could be, it could be, yeah, food, another ride, another restaurant. Um, we don't know each other's answers because nope. that always makes it a little more fun. So let's just get right into it. We're going to start with Rhonda, as we always do, with her favorite quick service restaurant at Hollywood Studios. And I'm going to go ahead and pick um, the newly, I guess, redone, renovated ABC Commissary. Oh, that's a good pick. Um, their food has been very good. We ate there and ate with a bunch of people mm-hmm. um, with this new menu and everything was so good. Um, I really enjoy it for a quick service. You can eat inside. You can eat outside depending on the weather. Um, they even renovated it inside. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, this used to be pretty 
standard well it was standard quick service park fare for a while i mean it mm-hmm. used to be way back in the day they had a steak and they had ribs and stuff but it kind of just moved to off the beaten path because it's that walkway the only reason really to go on that walkway is to shortcut yeah. into galaxy's edge right. or to eat here but i think a lot of people used to pass it and now that they've elevated this menu to include uh pork tacos shrimp tacos are really good um the buffalo mm-hmm. grilled cheese mm-hmm. outstanding so i think it was in a, a mediterranean salad with chicken I believe I think so. you got one time that was great. I mean, everything here is really, really delicious mm-hmm. uh, with new mobile order. Yeah. It's just so easy, you know, and there is a lot of seating, as you mentioned, both inside and mm-hmm. outside. So it's often not too hard to find a table, um, which is one of the things I like kind of about mobile order, too, is mm-hmm. people aren't just going in and sitting down. Yeah. You know, you, you really got to place an order and have food in front of yeah. you, uh, which is great. So. I love that pick. I'm going to go into Galaxy's Edge and go with Docking Bay 7. Oh, yeah. That is a good pick. It, it, everything good we've fruit, had yeah. here is delicious. Yep. That, you know, Felucian Garden Spread yes. is probably our favorite plant-based item um, on property. The atmosphere um, is amazing. Yeah. Atmosphere is so cool. The, yeah. the, the adult beverages are good. Mm-hmm. The food is inventive. It is filling. And it's delicious. Yeah. I mean, I think they truly captured Star Wars, what you feel like Star Wars food would be. Yeah. And I just absolutely love this place. I love and I love to sit outside here in that kind of little courtyard mm-hmm. and they even have that wrap around almost like bar seating, yeah. elevated bar seating. So Docking Bay 7 is a good one. And if that's too busy, you got Ronto's Roasters right next to you, which mm. I think you could almost Yeah, you know what we really but there's only get? two there, well, there's only a couple of things there. Yeah. That's why Yeah. I mean, you do have that option i would always just do breakfast yes we're we like the breakfast ronto wrap not the lunch one um we really need to get back to woody's lunchbox like we haven't eaten there in so so long and and it's a great place for sandwiches uh they've added some shaded seating now so there's some shade in toy story land so hopefully that keeps some people quiet and happy we'll see (laughs) all right i have a feeling we picked the same table service but maybe you'll throw me for a loop where are you sitting down for Um, lunch or dinner brown derby lounge or inside because the lounge or the inside is a sit down table service correct yeah so Um, the hollywood brown derby am i bad you have to call it hollywood because the brown derby is the one that's actually what's in hollywood oh so the full name is the hollywood brown derby is that your pick it is my it is my pick okay we've and honestly i would say both of us can say thanks to cat and michael this is our favorite table service oh, because so we had been before you know we went for your birthday that time yeah. and we we enjoyed it oh we enjoyed it but then very we didn't go much. back for probably three or four yeah. years when they made a lunch reservation there yep. for all of us and i was just kind of like oh okay and the meal was incredible yeah. um i think i expected and we've been back again since. yeah and i think i expected more of the atmosphere to be better and it was just meh to me the food was fantastic yeah. i thought for my birthday the first time oh yeah it was um it, I don't know, but the lounge, I absolutely love the lounge. Yeah. And when it's not too hot, you know, and it's, it's a great people just, watching. It is. I love that area. Yeah. What, so. what I, with the interior, what I feel like, and I could be completely off because I don't know what the original, you know, uh, Brown Derby looked like back in the golden age Correct. of movies. To me, it, it, it feels like, I wish they had made it feel like or look like what it was when it opened. Whereas okay. it feels like it is 60 years later. Does that make sense? Mm. Nothing in there seems new. It all seems very, very old in a sense. Like it's been around for 60 years. I wish that you walked in and it felt like 
all these pictures on the wall are brand new. They were just like the frames are still shiny and mm. you know, the okay. carpet seems fresh and the, am I, does that make any sense? No, but that's okay. I want to walk in and feel like it's 1920, not 2020. Okay. So it was like it just opened. I think I, I you think I'm I don't, I know, I know but, I'm not explaining it that well, yeah, but, but th- okay. that would be, I think the, the cool thing where literally you're like the glitz and glamour, not the, this place looks old, but okay. I, I've, I've tried to make my point. So anybody who understands, understands now. And anyone who doesn't is like, stop rambling because we don't yeah. understand what you're trying yeah. to say. I agree. All right. Let's move on to ride. And what is your favorite ride in Hollywood studios? I'm actually going to pick Minnie and Mickey's. Okay, cool. So we'll have different ones. Okay. Um, I picked Minnie and Mickey's because I love that you can ride it with the whole family. Um, I love that it's just so cute and yeah. I I just love Minnie and Mickey and Pluto and Goofy and I just I don't know it's just a fun ride and it's just fe- full family yeah. and all the you know the way it goes into the different rooms and just just everything about it I love it yeah I know I feel like it's it's 50-50 split on people who love or hate the new animation style uh, okay. right with that being said, I feel oh, that like this ride is for everyone, regardless yeah. of if you hate the animation style or not. And I think it was the absolute perfect way to tell a story and bring Mickey and Minnie to the parks for their first ever ride. Yeah, I, I can't imagine doing it any other way because the new animation style is fast paced and fun. Mm-hmm. If they had brought the old school Mickey and Minnie in, I think it would have had to been a slow moving Omni mover dark ride. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? Like just it 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 wouldn't be so fast paced and action based. I don't think. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, it's fun for the whole family, yep. which is important. It and is, I didn't mean to leave out Donald and Daisy there. No, of, there of course, too. and yeah, everybody in it. Yep. Um. Goofy. Well, I said the him. Oh, you did say Goofy. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, what was I? Where was I just going? The Fab with it? Five. Sorry. Yes. I, I don't know. Pluto and everybody, but I, I completely now forget where I was going with that. But it is a fun family ride, and and oh, it's in the iconic icon of Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. not Tower of Terror, mm-hmm. but the Chinese theater. So speaking of Tower of Terror, what is your ride? Rise of the Resistance. Really? Yeah, I mean, how, I, come on. It's got everything. Okay. Rise of the Resistance is, is the Splash Mountain of Hollywood Studios. It's everything. Mm, okay. I mean, it, it's, it has so many different elements to it. Okay. And, and, and that's why I absolutely love it. All the way down to the pod drop at the end okay um is is outstanding and it just what they did with this attraction is still so overwhelming to me and it still just makes me smile like crazy you know from ear to ear every time we ride it good um, okay. i i yeah uh, absolutely love it i i will still in my opinion for me it is the best attraction i've ever experienced and wow. continues to be okay and seeing what they did to to that and how much i love it and now that we're getting uh, paid reviews of Star Cruiser and people are saying Disney has created something like no other wow. and there's getting positive reviews. Um, it makes me want to experience it even more. 
Right. You know, and, and okay. I mean, I can't even imagine being on the Star Cruiser and getting off in Batu and going right on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Like that full experience has to be amazing. Um, and we are going to have Lynn Testa on here when we can schedule him to talk all about his uh, opening day trip to nice. the Galactic Star Cruiser. So we'll get a full review from the one and only Lynn Testa. Right. Uh, we're just trying to get the schedule down. All right. Let's move on to attraction or slash show. Uh, so, again, can't have a moving vehicle. It's not moving. Okay. <laughs> All right. So where is it? It's frozen. Sing along. Yeah, that's what I picked. Oh, really? Oh, you know okay. what? You know what? No, I'm going to change. What? I'm going to change mine. Okay. Why do you want frozen sing along? I love it so much. Um, uh, Ever since we saw the first frozen, first of all, I loved it. Second of all, I do have young children. Um, Obviously, you'll know that. But I, I don't know. I mean, even as an adult without the children, I would love to go in and just sit yeah. through it. Um, you know, that's where we originally met Ben, Equity Ben. Yeah. He just and was posting on his Instagram. It's his two year anniversary of leaving. Wow. Disney. Well, and I mean, and we just always got a good laugh. And I mean, no matter, I mean, he, of course, was the funniest to me, but they have great cast members that do now. And it's just, it is to me that, that thing, like you said, where, I could be thinking about my bills or I could be thinking about, but you go in there and everything just leaves and you laugh and I mean, you could almost cry. It's just, I mean, I'm just know it so well that I wouldn't cry, but it's just so amazing. It's incredible. And it has, you know, one of the reasons that we love jungle cruise so much is that every skipper is different. Yeah. Even if, and they have a pocket full of jokes for each area. So you yeah. might hear some different jokes, but even when you hear the same jokes, they're different in the way that they tell them. And that's exactly what Frozen Sing Along is. Yeah. You know, you could see this show uh, five days in a row, and let's just say there were five different actors, right. um, and they're all good at improv. Even, you know, they can always put some improv, even when they're doing some of the written style jokes, but they all tell them different. You're seeing five different shows yeah. if you have five different actors, mm. cast members up on stage. Um, so where I'm, are you I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna now. switch mine because we did it recently, and and I just, I love it so much. Is the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular? Oh, and it's back, yeah. so that's super cool. And it was great yeah. to see it again. Yeah. So, I mean, really, my my initial pick is Frozen Sing Along, but I want to talk about some other stuff. So we're gonna talk about Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it on the episode uh, a couple weeks ago when we saw it again. We sat right down there front row. Yeah. Um, we had a big group of us, which yeah, is always fun. And th- while they made some changes um, after bringing it back, still, I'm sure some COVID protocols, they, they're not bringing down the crowd for audience participation, but they're still able to take some of those jokes and work them in, yeah. you know, from that that crowd participation that's no longer there and mm-hmm. everything else is pretty much the same. And it's so action packed and we're sitting front row where you can feel the heat yeah, that was of explosions cool. and yeah. all. And you can really hear you know, feet to mats and when the guys are tumbling and fighting and all that stuff. And it's just, it, it's one of those I could, I don't have to do every time, but I could do every time. Oh, yeah. Like it's one of those, if we're there in a group, same with frozen sing along, you know, there's, there's some shows and stuff that somebody might be like, Hey, do you want to go see this one now? And I'd be like, uh, I mean, I will because you're my friend and you want to <laughs> see it. But these I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. 
Yeah. You know, and it's uh, both of them are ones that I think you need to experience your first time to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And you need to experience at least every couple trips if you yeah. go often uh, like we do. So I agree. Um, and with that being said, then we need to go see Frozen Sing Along. Okay. Because I don't know that we've seen it since it's been back. Yeah, we have. Have we? Yes. Okay. Then we need because to, we saw it for the, the holidays, holidays because right. they do yeah, the they do Olaf holiday. And the I love that. I love the holiday overlay. Oh, so I, I um would you would you replace this? No. With Encanto. No. You would not do. I mean, okay, that would be fun, but no, okay. I love it, and I I hate all the memes where it's like oh, Frozen is out, Encanto's in, or yeah, whatever. I know, I know, Frozen's not going anywhere ever. I hope not. I love and, it. And but as, I would love, I mean, if they did, I would love if they did a situation. I don't know if they could, but it's Disney. So I'm like, yeah, they could. If on certain days you have Encanto shows in the Frozen sing-along and yeah, then mean, other days you have Frozen. Yeah, I mean, when it's when it's mostly screen-based yeah. and then you have some set pieces that you could potentially move in and out, that would be cool. I, I was actually, Caleb and I were talking about this yesterday. Um Encanto has been probably one of the most, the biggest surprise hits that Disney's put out since potentially Frozen. Yeah, but we still agree. don't know the staying power. Power. True. Like, will we not be talking about Bruno a year from now? Right. The way that you could still walk in, you know, and see Frozen stuff everywhere, and people were still watching oh, it. Oh yeah. And so. And I, there was a two, and then there was a. Well, there's going to be an Encanto. There's, there's going to be an Encanto two. Well, there should be. Uh, Chapek has said several times he has referred to it as the Encanto franchise. Ooh. So I really believe there's going to be an Encanto 2. They're probably working on it right now, but I think they're going to want to get it out there to make sure that this does have a long-lasting staying power because that will be the true test. Right. I mean, look at how outstanding Coco was. Everybody wanted it in the parks, and I think they should have put it in the parks and still should, but it doesn't have the staying power of like a Frozen. Nothing's had the staying power of Frozen since Frozen. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. So we'll definitely see. All right. Moving on to my favorite one, which is our bonus pick because we can go anywhere. Yes. And this is where a little strategy kind of comes up. What is your bonus pick? Well, I'm going to go to the holidays. Okay. And I'm going to go to Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Oh, man. I love that show. <laughs> I want to see it again. I do too. And it's just, I have so many good memories. Yeah. And... Oh, I just, I love seeing the show. The holiday time at Hollywood is to me almost as good, and I'm going to say it as um, Magic Kingdom. It's better. Or, Hands down better. Yeah. I, I think leaps and better. bounds better oh. because it's oh. it's it's truly Ooh. throughout the park. Mm-hmm. As opposed get to, mail, man. well, as opposed to Magic Kingdom, which nothing is more iconic than Main Street yeah. during Christmas on Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But it loses some of its luster when you start to get to the other lands. Right. Yeah, that's true. And I you mean, do feel like it is all around. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, the. Well, Galaxy's Edge, maybe not. No, not there. But, you know, walking through Toy Story Land, I love the, the, like, yeah. classic um, porcelain doll, you know, holiday uh, decor throughout. I love standing on Sunset Boulevard and watching Sunset Seasons greetings while it snows. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah. I, I, holidays there for me are the absolute best. And, Animal Kingdom is coming into, I think, that same play, mm. just the feel of it, because it okay. is so perfectly themed. Okay. So perfectly themed. Agreed. I, I really wish that they would, I know we have the the Festival of the Holidays throughout Epcot, but I wish mm-hmm. they would just do something crazy with Epcot. Yeah. I don't know what, but um, yeah. mine's Tower of Terror. 
If really? I can get, yeah, if I can get another ride that's in there, it? I'm going to. That's it. Okay. Tower I of Terror. Better than you. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, it's Tower of Terror. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'd say it every. Well, and that's why I thought you were gonna pick for your ride, yeah. and I was shocked you didn't. Well, see, that's why I like but that, the, bo- the, the bonus, bonus pick. the wild yep. card, whatever um, you call it. Every time I talk about Tower of Terror, I say it. It's the only attraction. Well, I think there, I have two now. Tower of Terror and Velocicoaster oh, mm-hmm. are two attractions that I, I've ridden plenty and plenty of times. I absolutely love them, but I still get butterflies yeah. in my stomach a little yeah. bit as I get up to them. Okay. I still get a little anxious and a little nervous yeah. about them. And Tower of Terror, you know, talk about random, talk about things like Jungle Cruise and, you know, Fro- uh, Frozen Singalong. You could ride it five times in a row, one after the other, and it is technically a different experience because of the randomizing, you know, the random drops. The way oh, that the drops random. Oh, yeah. You know, the first time you might shoot sometimes. up, <laughs> then you, you know, the next time you're shooting down, or, or the next time you're, you know, you're you're bouncing three times, the next time right. you're going straight up, and then you're coming down, and it's like, it's just all over the place. Yeah, that's and true. It can, every single one is good, but I will, I mean, that one we had that time, I wish we knew like what number it was that I could like request, <laughs> like, how do I do this sequence again? Cause yeah. it was, and it felt like it lasted forever. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And when those doors open and you're looking out over Hollywood studios and then you drop, come on. Yep. Mine's a really, really good pick. Okay. It is not the icon of hollywood studios but you can see it from all over yeah you can so i still i still want to see the chinese theater though yeah i still want to know if it's true what that cast member told us that time that he believes that they were not allowed to use the chinese theater as their icon due to licensing and whatever and that's why they use i'm sure tower i mean it makes sense for tower of terror it's the one you see correct the same way i mean it's it's the it's the grand right it's the largest yes just i mean you look at spaceship earth you look at cinderella castle you look at the tree of life they're all just the biggest grand right the only thing that this one is though is it's not the central hub in a sense of that park the way that the other three are right so let us know though what do you comment on this episode what do you think is disney aside forget disney's marketing what do you consider the icon of Hollywood Studios. Is it Tower of Terror or Chinese Theater? Okay. What do you consider it? I probably consider it Chinese Theater because okay. that's where the hat was. I have that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> and so, as <laughs> that, the icon. Excuse me. Yeah, that's where the, where the hat, hat was. Sorcerer um, Mickey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that makes sense. Right there in the center. Yeah. So, well, as always, we want your guys' feedback and want you to be able to participate in this. So, when we post this episode out on social, uh, respond, comment, let us know what your five favorite things at Hollywood Studios are. Uh, of course, next in another couple episodes, we'll move on to Animal Kingdom. Um, and then we'll look at maybe doing something around resorts or just property in general or okay. something. We'll, we'll keep this series going for a little bit. Sure. Um, and again, if you want more content, including in park, resort, at home live streams, live streams from New Orleans, uh, you get discounts on Main Street Magic merchandise and a whole lot more check out wonderlandcrew.com and uh, you can join our patreon group which now has the option for an annual subscription also please check out mainstreet16.com for our main street magic uh, or a main street 16 challenge coming up in april there's scavenger hunts included there is a 16 ride challenge and that field has been set and it is going to be a lot of fun there's going to be some social events whether you can attend all of it some of it Locals especially can come yeah. out and enjoy one of these days. Uh, you fun. can sign up at MainStreet16.com. As always, thank you guys for listening. Go ahead and hit that subscri- subscribe button. 
I cannot talk today. You will get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And as long as you're out there, will you please leave us a rating and review? Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.